And we're back. Uh, Brock, you wanted to talk about Supreme Leader Snoke. You have Supreme some interesting Leader insight Snoke. into Supreme Leader Snoke. So, at first, when I saw Snoke, like, we were talking about this before. When you first see Snoke, he's huge. He's you, huge. You find out later it's a hollow production, so he's probably not that actually big. Well, we're going after the same thing when Vader had this communication with Darth Sidious the first time, face. and he was—he had this huge face. Yeah. I think that's exactly what they're trying to right. invoke right so here. So because but of continue. that, I kind of thought that he might be, like, Palpatine, because his face is all screwed up. Maybe he, like, somehow, or maybe he's a failed clone of Palpatine. But then, like we were talking about before, Kylo Ren says he is wise. He and, is wise. And when he said that, I was like, Plagius the wise, which is um, Sidious's uh, original master, who was wise. who was supposed to have the ability to, like you know, negate death to mm-hmm. live forever, and uh, Plagius was also not a human, and Snoke doesn't appear to be human. If he is a human, he's really screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that that might be Plagius. That you that would make that would make sense, and the whole name for his organization, the First Order. You know, that he was like the first Sith Order. That's true. So I don't, or at least the original one before Palpatine. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. They didn't talk about him as a character very much, mm-hmm. but I think that he's going to play a major role. And obviously, he's the one who's in charge of training, um, you know, the Sith. Yes. That are, yes. that are in existence still. So, and he, and I guess he's also the one who corrupted um, Ben, aka Kylo. Yes. Yes. So, he's obviously the one training him. To right. how to use the force. Right. So I think that um, there might be more Sith, too, other than just Kylo. I think there are. But always, too, there are. Yeah, but I think he might have trained... Because um, what's the what's the name of the actor who's confirmed to play a villain in 8? I don't I don't remember what his name is, but he totally... I think he might be another Sith. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Um, but I really like the whole Darth Plagueis theory, because it is still a theory at this mm-hmm. point. Um, pretty much all but confirmed. And he was the leader of a banking clan, which would make him have a lot of money. Is that the banking clan that signed their treaty? Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) um, I really like this because throughout the prequels and throughout the original trilogy, Darth Sidious was just way too cocky to be, oh, it's just as I've foreseen it. Oh, it's always been as I've foreseen it. It's like, Have you really foreseen it or is someone manipulating you to see it? And especially in his speech with Anakin in episode three, where he's talking about Darth Plagueis and he says, this is the ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. And when you're listening to that, you're almost going, he saved himself and he's hiding it from you. He could be. And he's going to just wait until you're gone and then pick up the rest. Yeah. It's also an old, like, you know, theme where, like, the Emperor, like, had another body that he transferred his consciousness to, like, a clone of himself, that kind of idea. So Plagueis could have done something like that mm-hmm. as a short-term solution, but right. now he's kind of figured out, like, a better way to, you know, have an actual body. But I'm not sure. that That's the character I want to know more about, and that's one of the reasons I, I we have We have seen Jedi live on, essentially yeah. beat death. If you, stri- if you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And Obi-Wan, Yoda. Anakin. Darth Technically. Vader. Technically. Darth even Vader. though I think we're just throwing that out. Um, but we've seen Jedi come back essentially from death. Now, the Sith, 
would probably have a very similar ability. And if they could continue on the dark side, why not re-inhabit their right. old bodies? You know, Who knows? it's kind of a cheat of death, which is I what... think this is a really good transition to talking about a character that we want to talk about. Though. Now that we're talking about death? No, yeah, exactly. Yep. And, okay. and about Obi-Wan sacrificing himself. All right. Hot so totally the, the big thing. one of the big reveals in this movie is yes, Han Solo did die. Yeah. It's not not like Jon Snow's death. He is dead. Yeah, he's definitely He's dead. not coming back. I, I mean, he fell into a giant yes. thing that blew yes. up. Which is another know. thing is his blaster fell with him. Which is So good. that's very sad. Um, I kind of wish that he would have passed that one on to Daisy. I did it again. Ray, Ray instead of... Ray's new blaster, though, has the same handle. Doesn't know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a mini All version right. of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he died. What did you think about that scene? I thought it was good. It was very reminiscent of the Obi-Wan scene that you were just talking about. Yes. Because he steps out there in view of, like, every character. So, like... Finn and Ray are watching. Mm-hmm. And, and of like, course, Chewie. And Chewie, yeah. Yes. And uh, so I kind of thought that maybe Ren was going to go good for like two seconds. And then yes. obviously that didn't happen. I could see the whole story arc where Ren tries the light, as he called it, where he, he does want to reconcile with his father. He does want to try to make peace with his mother, whatever else. And he just doesn't like it. Yeah. And then goes even more evil because he's, he look, hey, I've, tr- I've tried that. That's not good enough for me. Now I'm coming back to you and I want you to finish my training. I could see that whole story arc just being incredible where yeah. I tried to redeem myself. It didn't work. It wasn't good enough. But he killed his own father, so that's mm-hmm. pretty bad. So I think that Luke is going to be pissed about that, and that's going to be one of the main reasons he comes out of hiding is to bring Kylo to justice for killing Han. Now, just like... Darth Vader had to go to Mustafar and kill the Separatist leaders. Do you think that was completing Kylo Ren's path to the dark side, killing his own father? I think it was, because one thing he was talking about was he needs to do something to mm-hmm. get over his whole connection right. with his family. He knows right. what he has to do. Yeah, and he Han's like, it. I'll do whatever it takes, and I don't think he realizes that he's... Well, I, I think that, he, that was... He that that that's what he had to was. do, was mm-hmm. kill him. Yep. Yeah, Han Absolutely. might realize it though, because people have always said he's like force sensitive, and like when he looked over at Kylo at the at the bridge, he kind of looked like, well, might as well go out there. That's you know, like, that is the whole thing. Is I I think that this for the this movie confirmed, Han Solo is force sensitive, S- slightly at least. He he at least. He at least is aware of things that are happening. How else would he would have? How else would he have been able to find Daisy right when she awakens? Right. Yeah. You know, because the Force Awakening is obviously. Did I say Daisy again? You said Daisy again. <laughs> Maybe I'll call this. That'll be the name of the podcast. Daisy or Daisy Ray slash Daisy. Ray. Um, <laughs> it's the actor's name. That's fine. Um, where? How does he find her right as the Force awakens? Mm-hmm. in her as she begins this transformation to be just this scavenger she's already more powerful than luke to... when luke didn't have any training to absolutely mm-hmm. yeah luke could luke couldn't do the force trick right by the way did you that find was daniel did craig? you find daniel craig in the movie that was him the guy who gets force suggested forced suggested stormtrooper that was daniel craig. drops his weapon oh yeah. that was so was funny. daniel craig and they said that they weapon. they said they um 
They changed his voice, obviously, to sound like a stormtrooper, but they changed it so that you could still kind of tell who it was. Because I knew that he was supposed to be in the movie, so I was kind of watching. And at first, I thought that he was the guy who yells traitor and, like, whips out that thing to fight Finn. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. At first, I thought maybe that was him. But then I was like, well, he just died, so that probably can't be him. So I definitely Mm kind of heard it in the fourth suggestion. Yes. I I remember reading an article where it was a lightsaber past Kylo Ren. Like that must have taken a lot of force. That's true. That's true. And that was an incredible scene where she doesn't want anything to do with the force. She's pushing it away and then suddenly embraces it and doesn't even realize she's embracing it until, until Kylo Ren says like, you were very strong with the force. And she goes, Oh, the force. Well, watch this. <laughs> now that I know what this is. Yeah, she's like, oh. oh. Oh, that thing that I did to that guy and the other things. And, uh, oh, all right. That was a great she's got to know that, that I think that deep down her and Luke both know that they're like that she is his daughter. You think I so? Definitely think. Just from the way that he looks at her. By the way, Luke doesn't even talk. Doesn't even say a word. Also, like, when he, like, when she reaches out to him with the lightsaber, he could have just been, like, I don't know. He could have said something. What do you think of that scene? I, I talked to Matthew really about cool. this on the way here, but um, it was a good she, she climbs to the what we assume is the original Jedi Temple. She climbs all the stairs. She gets to the top, finds Luke, and hands him the lightsaber. Now, Kinda. online, She's I've like, been hearing... It out. I've been hearing, not hands up, but she holds it out. Yeah. What do you think she was saying? Was she saying, like, I think, this, I think is, she was, this is yours, get this away from me? Or I was think she was saying, saying it's time hey, to come buddy, back. hey, buddy, quit being sorry for yourself. We got work to do. I think that's pretty much what she was saying. It's like, hey, you need to take up this blade again because there is some serious shit going down. Oh, yeah. Your best friend just got murdered, so we need to go. Mm-hmm. We need to go do some stuff. Yes, absolutely. And he, I think that he, like, closed himself off from everything because he's afraid that like he was the reason that Kylo got corrupted well, or, or that he will become corrupted too, because he's also, uh, you know, related to Darth Vader. Yes. So I don't know. The whole time Luke had this internal struggle and you could especially see it in episode six, where the emperor was really working on him to get him to turn to the dark side. Obviously he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there was still the struggle within him. He saw the struggle in Vader to turn good, and it was just very small. It was a very small light inside of him, but he was still able to get to it. Luke can feel the little dark side in him, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want it to come out. Right. He wants to suppress it as much as yeah, possible. I know but about, yet it's still there. I want to know more about the Knights of Ren too. Oh, we'll get there. I want to. You just don't want to wait. That's no, what it I is. Don't. Yeah. It's going to be like a year and a half. That's also an interesting thing is this is the first time you missed that whole flashback scene too. And in that there are the Knights of Ren are present. Yes. When they slaughtered like a bunch of the Jedi. They mention them elsewhere in the movie too, Mm -hmm. where uh, Snoke tells them you need to take the Knights of Ren and do something. I can't remember what it was, but um, that's another thing too, where um, this movie is the first time since Empire Strikes Back where the Star Wars fan base is left wanting. Yeah. The, we want more. We don't know what's going to happen next. They threw out the canon books. Mm-hmm. And that Although was there very elements. on purpose. They're still going to pull elements from each of the books. And they have already. And they Exactly. They already have, but they, but they don't want you to know what comes next. 
Which is good. I like And that, that is a yeah. great thing is that they want you to keep wanting to come and see the next one. The and feeling that's totally you felt episode four and five formula for sure. Like the, he was talking about before. Like that's exactly what they did in episode four is like left you wanting more and mm-hmm. with a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the first time since Empire Strikes Back where they were where we've had that. Us here. We've never felt that for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That was, Once that we was got the to the end I saw in theaters. Star Wars movie. I saw two and three go. in theaters, but like the thing was, I kind of already knew what was going to happen at the end of three. Oh yeah, because you kind of even know. even in the prequels, we know where the yeah. story ends. Yeah. we know where the story ends. This time we don't, and it's the first time since Empire Strikes Back. Right, and we've never felt that. So Captain Phasma, well, was, I don't know if we just wanted to mention that character really quickly. Totally sure. minor role, but oh, like. Yeah. I think they're trying huge to make char- the- huge character minor role. I right. did a bit. I did a bit of research on that. People are comparing her to Boba Fett a lot. I I think so too. Where he was a huge character, really minor role, especially mm-hmm. in the prequels, and they're wanting to make him into more. I think Captain Phasma will come back. Definitely. Um, they said J.J. Uh, Abrams was talking about that character specifically, and when they cast Gwendolyn Christie, he said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> he said he said to her i'm sorry we wrote this role before we knew you were going to be cast for it yeah and he says i'm sorry <laughs> because he knows he has a great actor in gwendolyn christie and she's really good we've mm-hmm. seen that in game of thrones we've seen that in a little bit in the hunger games um, but really anywhere where she is it's a great role she does a great job she gets yeah, really she, into she maybe it. had a couple of dozen lines this this movie not right. even yeah not even and she only had a few but even though she's wearing the chrome trooper outfit she just looks great but ultimately is just kind of a mm-hmm. <laughs> a weak character in this one but i think she's going to come back she's going to get mad she's going to you know the other thing take too, oathkeeper and just slash some things up the other thing i want to know too is where because she's linked to Finn because she's, like, his captain. Yes. I want to know where Finn came from. And there's one original trilogy character that was, like, very missing from this. Okay. Billy D. Williams. Yes. Uh, Lando Calrissian. And I'm wondering if Finn is Lando's son that was taken from him. That could, that could be. That could be a thing. That could be. It could be a thing. That could be. Um, it would also be like, wow, like, the only two black guys <laughs> that aren't in the prequels are related. Good job. <laughs> I don't know if they want to touch that territory, but I also like that they had a female stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, that's where, a huge where deal. You couldn't, you couldn't obviously tell by the armor; it all looks the same. But the voice was was yeah, obviously a feminine her. voice. I guess it could have been a high voice dude, but I don't think that's what they're going I for. I don't think so. Um, all right, uh, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about Maz Kanata. I think she's a very interesting character. She did? I don't think so. No, no. I no, don't she's think not. she's dead. No, she's not. no. Um, what did you think about Maz? She's Good. a thousand years old. She says, "I'm no Jedi, but I know the Force." Right. She was a very interesting character, I thought, uh, and older than Yoda. Um, when asked if, um, I think it was J.J. Amers again. They asked him if Maz ever met Yoda, and he says, "I'm sure they cross paths, paths, which is." The closest to a yes we were going to get from him. Right. Um, so what did you think about Maz? I liked him. Or her. her. I mean, I thought it was a good character, a good introduction. Um, and she kind of runs like a little like shanty town. Like I like that. Like, uh, 
reservoir, a place where people can just chill out. Mm-hmm. And that cantina scene was really cool because the cantina music was like super laid back. Yeah. So like everybody was just kind of chilling. Not like the the Maz Eisley. Right. And there was like a ton of new aliens that we had never seen, like those bug aliens. You guys remember when I talk about the red ones? Like I had never seen anything like that in Star Wars before. So I thought that that whole cantina scene was really like, again, reminiscent of episode four. Uh Um, But I also think that she obviously knows more than she's letting on because she got that lightsaber from somewhere. She did. And she's got a, and she said, you know, that story's for another time. So that's another thing I want to. That's another out. time that will be like the next movie Probably or movie. Yeah. the following. <laughs> movie. No, that'll be, that'll be the next movie. Yeah. After this um, movie, the hype for eight is going to be even bigger. You which think is so? Ridiculous. Yeah, which because is because the hype ridiculous. for this one was already so big. Yeah. yeah. I think this one, the next one is going to be. It was bigger. annoying for me. Honestly. <laughs> so much hype. Oh my gosh. They, they started hype, the hype train like 300 days before it came out. Like straight mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I've already seen countdowns online for yeah, Star Wars Episode yep. Eight. It's like 536 more days until Episode Eight. And I'm like, like oh, who counted that? Oh. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, I mean, Episode, I, I'm already looking forward to Episode Eight. I'm going to wear this t-shirt again. I didn't talk to anybody in the theater who disliked the movie. I can't find anyone. Yeah, Mm-mm. like, yes, like, there are some things that made me sad about it, like mostly Han dying. And also lots of unanswered questions, but like that didn't make it a bad movie. That made it an interesting movie. That makes you want the next exactly, one. More. It exactly. Exactly. It does. A uh, few more characters to talk about, and since we're we've already decided to make this a two part podcast. Right. Um C three PO, R two D two. C three PO. What did you think about their roles? Yeah. <laughs> when Han and Leia have the like awkward tension between them and, and all he's of just a sudden C three PO just pops in. <laughs> Hello. You didn't recognize me because I have a red arm. <laughs> We're going to have to get that fixed someday. It's like... Yeah, R2, right, R2 waking up was, was pretty cool. I thought that that was how the movie was going to end. Yeah. Because you see R2-D2 R2 2 2 just sitting there. And he's like, oh, he's in low power mode. And BB-8's like... Mm-hmm. Like right there. And he's in low power mode. And I'm like, oh, that better not be how they end the movie. <laughs> Super like wide shot. Go up on R2-D2. Slowly, just, like, slowly, slowly, slowly. Mm-hmm. And then have that little light turn on, and then the head start to turn, and then like a little R two D two whistle. I'm like, I was so hoping they wouldn't do that. I was like, you're like, please no, please don't do it. And you see R two there, and you're like, uh oh, uh oh. I think that Luke will be happy to get R two back though. That's for sure. I think so. Why didn't R two go up? He can fly now. What's that? You knew that they had to find Luke because Mark Hamill's on the bill. He's on the bill. I know. I know. He could have been like a well, he was, stormtrooper he was or something. In the, scene, in the flashback. In the flashbacks. Yeah, but so you if, don't see his face. You if just that would have been the only the part when Mark Hamill was in the movie, I would have been even more pissed about it. I'd be like, <laughs> really? He was in the movie for we five seconds. We saw that in the trailer. That's all you did? <laughs> really? Yeah. But overall, movie, the movie was great. Yeah. Yes. Um, and... I'm actually going to go back to a part since I'm, I already have some editing for this. Um, let's go back to talking about the lightsaber. Now, the blue one or the the red? blue one. Okay, the blue one. Okay. Um, now, Ray finds the lightsaber in Maz's temple. She touches it and has a vision. Okay. Um, I don't know whether they don't have any lightsabers left because we've seen a lot of them. 
and it seemed like in the prequels they were just lightsabers run amok everywhere. <laughs> to they had two extra just to mm-hmm. you know just in case they lost them. Here you go. Here's two more. Uh, in episode two, um, but it seems like we have a shortage of lightsabers, especially with Kylo Ren's. Just seems to be a little jerry rigged. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other lightsaber we've seen is Anakin's lightsaber. Now there's one other lightsaber that we, well, two other lightsabers that we know are Darts. still in existence. Uh, okay. Three, <laughs> but, uh, we're looking at Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Cause that's the same lightsaber that lightsaber that Obi-Wan used to fight Anakin in episode three. Vader picked it up. And I think that was still very, in, and a very intentional choice to have Vader pick it up. Um, we have Vader's lightsaber. And we have Luke's green lightsaber. Um, yes, right, he Luke did throw still it. Has that one. He threw it away, but I'm still betting he has it. We haven't seen him pick it back up, but we didn't not see him pick it up either. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to watch episode six again to see if it's hanging on his belt, which it very well could. Um, but I th- what do you think about the choice to specifically use Anakin's lightsaber rather than Obi Wan's? Like, in addressing the problem with there not being a lot of lightsabers, I know that, like, from the books, um, lightsabers have a limited power source. So, oh, really? So, eventually, they do run out of battery, quote-unquote, and if you're not a Jedi, you don't know how to disassemble them or repair them. Really? So, okay. I think a lot of the lightsabers that were in existence before probably just ran out of battery and why? are just chilling. Um, just a challenge on this, and why does Anakin's lightsaber still see, work? See, that's what I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> And and if it is working, like is it working because at like a less capacity than it used to? Doesn't or, seem to be. Or maybe maybe Maz actually <laughs> knew how to fix say. it. Or Maz oh. knew and what she's she was been doing. Upkeep, upkeeping it. Upkeeping mm-hmm. okay. it. Okay, I guess that is a certain possibility. But, right, but um, like, but that's probably the oldest lightsaber that's been all the way through. And who knows? It the started Emperor. way back in Episode Three. Right. Sat in a box for what thirty years while Luke grew up. Luke had it set in another box for thirty years. Was that the fell same from box, Cloud by the City? Way? Uh, no. no, no, the box was no, much larger. No, because everyone had it in like a chest. Okay, it was much right. larger. I I like saw that they were both chests, and I didn't really know if they looked okay. like similar or not. Okay, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I think that Ray will definitely make her own. You think so? Yeah, that's right. like that's like one that's of the like, main. That's parts a rite of, of passage as a Jedi. Exactly, it's to make your own lightsaber. Okay, so I think that she'll definitely make her own. Oh, I totally just thought of a good lightsaber color for her. Yellow. Oh, yes. That, that could be badass. interesting. Yellow? All right. Yeah. And that's a lightsaber color that's been used before in, like, video games and stuff yes, like that. Yes, I've... Yeah. So, um... In the Clone Wars. Right, right. <laughs> Which is canon. Which is canon. Uh, Still. But I think... I don't even think that Luke has a lightsaber anymore. You don't think so? No. You don't think, think he's kept his green I one? think he's distanced himself from all kinds of, like, violence and combat. I think he's just been, like, solely focusing on getting in touch with the Force and developing his Force powers. Okay. So, I don't know if he has a lightsaber or not. Okay. Maybe, But if he does, I think he does have the green one. It would have to be that one. same one he made. He's He mm-hmm. seems to be a very sentimental dude. Yeah. All right. Anything else we need to talk about? I don't know, man. That's just like so much to absorb, and like oh, I yeah. feel like I definitely need to watch it again to I like think so. you know pay attention a little bit more at some key spots. But uh, all I know is that I'm super excited for eight. Absolutely. And I want to see how much money they make this weekend because it's gonna be ridiculous. I did love Han's new 
choice of weapon with the bowcaster. Absolutely. Yes. That was hilarious. The the on-screen time with Chewie and Han was just like, like Han said, Chewie were back home. They were back home together. Oh, yeah. Um, in that scene when they're, like, at the snow base and they're about to go in, like, Chewbacca or something, he's like, oh, you're cold? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that was you're cold? <laughs> <laughs> just like, the banter just, between them. That was very good. Right. That was very good. Always, always like, classic. I, I've never cheated you before, and Chewie looks at him and was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he just, like, looks at him like, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Uh, the banter between the two of them, it just feels great to be back inside the Star Wars universe again. I want to know how Sha- uh, Han got that big ship that he was using to smuggle all this stuff. Uh, I'm not all that worried about that. He doesn't have the Millennium Falcon. I know. I'm it's sure just... he's got plenty of other ships to use. Right. Or he probably, I like the he chain probably swindled someone to yeah. get it. I like the chain of losing ships of, of stolen. Well, I stole it from this guy. Well, I stole it from this guy. Yeah. Who stole it from me? That's, <laughs> that's the other thing. I think the reason that Lando will be an aide is because now that Han's dead, I think that Lando's going to come back and like try to take care of his family. You know what I mean? I can see Poe Dameron or Finn being the new Han Solo. Okay. Probably more Finn. That's something that Finn's I wanted to... has got the leather to, jacket and everything now, too. That's something that I wanted to bring up as well. Um, the use of the first and last names throughout this movie. Whenever someone was talking to Han or about Han, it was always, oh, that's Han Solo. Oh, that's Han Solo. Oh, that's Han Solo. And whenever it's Luke Skywalker, it's, oh, that's Luke Skywalker. That's Luke Skywalker. That's Luke Skywalker. It's like, okay. We can use some yeah, shorthand they're like, here. They're like Han household legend Or names Luke. Though. Or, or Finn, I know and that scene when Finn's trying to figure it out he's like Solo really Solo <laughs> yeah. Mister Solo Han <laughs> um, uh, he's called Captain man right uh, I don't know like I I just Finn it, doesn't it even felt, have a name it felt unnatural you're right Finn didn't have a name but all the original characters were oh that's Han Solo the Re- or Han Solo the Rebel no Han Solo the uh, the, the the smuggler yeah but it's it's the stories they are so used, muddled they used first and last names throughout the whole movie and it's it, it, it's felt it felt awkward to me but I, I think it adds to the more mythic side of them right where they've like, always heard about this mythical symbols. person yeah. han solo who did the the kessel run in 14 parsecs 12 12 um i like or, how he's like 14 <laughs> <laughs> that was great um but there were, uh, and and yes, I think that does help with the homage to like these are these mythical people. Where what Luke Skywalker is real? You're actually Han Solo. Where, yeah. um, I th- it it yes, I feel like it is realistic, but it's also just, it's a movie. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the the mm-hmm. first and last name. It just felt awkward to me. Like. Okay, I get it. Yes, as an as the audience, I get. Yes, that's Han Solo. I I got that from the minute he came on screen. I just yeah, think, but you you've seen him before, like for also, most of the characters. They there. never okay. use Finn or Ray's last name, which is totally bullshit. well. Finn, Finn doesn't have, have a last, last name. name, right? Finn, Ray, Finn doesn't even have a name, <laughs> but <laughs> technically, again, did they intentionally not have I think Ray with a last yeah. name, where she'll discover also, it later? If Luke is really her dad, man. He really like sentenced her to exactly what he experienced in his teenage life and absolutely he's like i'm just gonna strand you on a dust ball right scavenger world have fun well he didn't even have a family right or she didn't have a family he did yeah she's just been chilling there well i think this will wrap up this podcast for now uh brock and i will continue this i'm sure this discussion in podcast to come right and there's lots of stuff people talking about stuff on the internet and 
lots of cool Absolutely. theories flying around, so I'm sure more will come out over the coming weeks. There's, there's too much to talk about. Right, right. Absolutely. There's too much. And, like, I don't know when the date is going to be when it's okay to post spoilery stuff. Like, a week from now? Like No, you got to wait, like, a month. See, that's uh, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to say, like, I after... joined a special page that's, like, spoilers only, and so only people oh, who really? watch the movie have joined the page. And uh, it's really cool. It's just called Star Wars Spoilers on uh, Facebook. All right. There's, like, 1,700 members or whatever but it's really cool because it's like a place where you can actually talk to other people about what happened in the movie it's safe to talk about. right right exactly <laughs> this is a safe environment this is a safe place in the movie um but man i was hanging out with some people last night who haven't seen it and they were talking about harrison ford and how even in episode five he wanted to get killed off and it's like oh i bet they'll just keep him on until episode nine and i'm going <laughs> and and they're, even then, they're talking about how Harrison Ford is engaging with the audience. He's 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 like right in it. He's a he's being a good sport. And it's like, he's being a good sport because he died. <laughs> All right, I got that out. This has been the Other Things Podcast, episode nine. Thank you for listening, uh, and we hope to see you again very soon. And remember, life is a contact sport. Sweet.